Bolina Show, presented by B&B Automotive and Superior Auto Service. A new era of Aggie football has begun. Mike Elko, head coach, Texas A&M, landed at 2 a.m. this morning on a private jet here in Aggieland. And somewhere about 9.17, 9.10, it became officially official. Mike Elko, head coach, Texas A&M. And with the announcement, a new era. It has begun. What did I say when this started two weeks ago? There's two things I said. A, the next guy needed to be sitting in his office by noon on Monday. Check. Check. And B, Mike Elko. I was asked a hundred times, who's my list? Who's my guy? Who's my list? Who's my guy? I presented a three-man list, and Mike Elko was number one on that list. It might have been weird. It might have been twists and turns. It might have been publicly embarrassing, the process. But in the end, I believe Texas A&M got their guy. How do you feel? Mike Elko, head coach, Texas A&M. Now, let me share a couple of things with you real quick. At 3 p.m. today, there's going to be a welcome event with and for new Texas A&M head football coach, Mike Elko. The public is invited. At 4 p.m., there's going to be a media Q&A with new Texas A&M head football coach, Mike Elko. You'll be able to listen to the welcome event at 3 o'clock and the media Q&A at 4 o'clock right here, right here, right here on The Zone, 1150 AM, 93.7 FM, online at RadioAguilin.com. And of course, you could tell Alexa, play Zone 1150. So if you can't make it out, listen to The Zone. We will have the welcome event at 3, the media Q&A at 4, Live, live, live. Today, between now and 2 o'clock, 11.30, we're going to do a listen-in. A&M did play LSU Saturday, even though I will say that Saturday feels like two months ago. The LSU game barely registers at this point, but I do want to discuss the game briefly. But the listen-ins are more important to me sometimes than the game. A&M played a top 10 team, top 15 team on the road and lost. That's a broken record. Anum had a lead at the half and rallied to get destroyed in the second half yet again. Broken record. But I don't know about you. I love watching Jalen Henderson play football. He hasn't been brought to a media day yet, and he spoke after the LSU game. I want to hear what he said. And he has spoken um about quite a few things recently. So Jalen Henderson and then Elijah Robinson at 11.30, a listen-in post-LSU. At 1 o'clock, we go college football national. We go out to the Smoothie King hotline. Mitch Light of The Athletic. Mitch Light of The Athletic. And we'll get his opinion. Mike Elko, if you're an Aggie you may have accidentally missed out on an epic, and I mean, oh my, college football weekend. Yes, 
We had Gravedigger. And if you watch the Iron Bowl, you know what Gravedigger is. Fourth and goal at the 31, touchdown Alabama, and they beat Auburn. The viral video of the Auburn girl in the stands in tears. And I mean, from the heart sobbing, that's that's all college football. We've all been there as a college football fan or maybe as an Astros Rangers fan or insert Steelers, Cowboys, Texans. If you love sports, if sports are a truth and a part of who you are and not just a t-shirt, you have been that girl. I mean, it was legit. That was soul-wrenching, destroying. Hugh Freeze, year one, had a lot of great things. If you watch his recruiting, you understand what's going to happen at Auburn and it's all good. But that kind of loss haunts a coach. Simply put, the fan base can now go, he's haunted. Fourth and goal at the 31, and you rush two. The defensive coordinator at Auburn's like Roy Roberts or Ron Roberts. He told Dirk and hold my beer. And he rushed two on fourth and goal from the 31. Milro spent three and a half minutes back there. The DBs for Auburn collapsed in exhaustion from how long they were running around. Oh, it was one of the worst play calls in the history of college football. Two-man rush on fourth and goal from the 31 to beat Alabama in the, in the Iron Bowl. And it was a two-man rush. We'll talk about that. Mitch Light of the Athletic will join me on the Smoothie King Hotline, 12 o'clock. There's more. Louis Bellina Show Monday. At 1 o'clock, he's hard to get a hold of. He's very much in demand. He runs three different empires. You probably don't know that, but he does. At 1 o'clock, Dave Bartu of the College Football Matrix. We will talk about Mike Elko, but by the numbers. Not how we feel, not what we think, and, you know, the other things we like to do. No, no, no. Dave Bartu is a numbers guy. He has a grade on every coach in Division I. And I mean head coach, coordinators, position coaches. Dave Bartu studies trends, tries to make sense of them, but tries to get value Actual value. Dave Bartu is not one of those guys who thinks and feels and believes. He says, here is why. Mike Elko. Dave Bartu, college football matrix, one o'clock. That's kind of the don't miss of the day. I like to think all three hours are, but don't miss Dave Bartu at one o'clock. At any time today, you can text me. Questions, comments. Or opinion. 979-693-1150. Text message number. Program it in your phone. You can light up the Texas Mobile One Lube Express inbox. Texas Mobile One Lube Express. Owned by Gabriel Garcia. If you want to talk about local, and I always do. Gabriel born here, raised here, high school here college here engaged wife kids business empire and more all here serves our community that is gabriel garcia of texas mobile one lube express let us begin our day mike elko is the head coach of texas a&m 
He wasn't the first choice. That was Mark Stoops of Kentucky. But in the end, how he got there, we're going to talk. But in the end, it's Mike Elko. He was my number one choice two Sundays ago, the day after Jimbo. I guess it was the same day Jimbo was fired. It was two Mondays ago that I got to share with you because they wouldn't have been asking me. And why did I say Elko? That hasn't changed now that he was picked. I didn't reshuffle or come up with new reasons. One of the most basic and fundamental elements, A&M would not have hired Elko if they didn't know his process, know who he was, and believe in him. He was here four years. Elko knows A&M skeletons. A&M knows Elko skeletons. I'm not saying that he either has any, but if they exist, if he's a power egomaniac who's lazy, if he kicks puppies every time he sees them, if there's something in there, they know after four years, he would not have been invited back. They know each other. And Elko, he knows everybody that has that's living and has a name on a building. He knows everybody that's going to make the decisions around him, the BMAs, big money loves. And he's okay with it, or he wouldn't come back. Now, he wasn't the head coach, so he didn't do all the dinners with him. But I'm pretty sure being here and inside, he knows how it all works, and he's comfortable with it. That's the greatest sign in the world, because if we want to question Elko's X's and O's, he goes to Duke, improves them by five wins in his first year, and it is the greatest single season, you know, win upgrade in ACC history. He is plus six, according to Dave Bartu, in his time at Duke. And you have to understand, what do these plus and minus numbers mean? When you go into a game, you're favored or not favored using talent, location, and your coaching score. So someone's always favored, someone's always an underdog. Mike Elko has been able to go plus six on the projection based on his talent. And he's at Duke. There is no talent. So you've got to understand how many times he's probably been a dog in his time at Duke, and he's plus six. To give you perspective, Stoops was minus three. Jimbo was minus nine. To give you perspective. If we want to question his coaching, as a defensive coordinator, he was one of the top two, at worst three, if you just want to argue about it, in the country during his time at A&M. Does that need further explanation? The rest of it, we don't know. He hasn't been a head coach long enough to know long-term stability, long-term recruiting. How is he with alums? But let me ask you this, seriously, too. Why is the first instinct to doubt? Why do I sit there or others? My instinct is this guy was at Notre Dame. This guy was at Texas A&M. He has had an incredible tutelage at two 
major programs, major universities. Why am I to assume that he can't, doesn't know how? Because that's how a lot of people seem to be approaching it. My understanding is that Mike Elko is analytics and he is modern. If you are analytics and you're modern, that tells me that you have a versatility, adaptability, uh, an IQ level. That tells me that you're open and you can learn. So as a first time anything, probably when the first time he was a positions coach, first time he was a defensive coordinator, and now first, you know, first time head coach at Duke, now he's going to be even a step up. He has the, the wiring, the mind, mindset, state of mind to learn and deal and thrive. Because so far in his career, everything he's done, he's thrived. Just look at his record. He was put in top 20 defenses on the field at Wake Forest. We know this. He was here. Can he do it as the head coach? What do you think in the past indicates that he can't? Ask that question more. The only thing we can say is he hasn't done it before. I will say that His trends, his resume indicates that he can do everything he's been asked to do. That his mind, his approach, process, who he is, he's a success. He's been successful. And he's top three DC. One of the greatest of what he does. If we go back to why I wanted Mark Stoops, besides the familiarity, Mark Stoops, huh? Mike Elko, Mike Elko, when we ranked him two weeks ago, and Elko was my number one. The familiarity part. When two sides that used to party together, band wants to reunite, that's an incredible sign to me. The other thing, I wanted a defensive coach. I really did. I think defense wins in the SEC, because even though, look, Lou, you go, oh, 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 oh. You've got to have an offense at a certain level. Nick Saban learned that. But when you have the defensive head coach, you create the defenses that, and you're going to laugh at me, you hold the other offense to 30. If you hold LSU's offense to 30, you did an incredible job. They have a Heisman Trophy going to win it quarterback, the Bolitnikoff award-winning wide receiver, and Nick Saban learned that by going against the Clemson teams that could score 50 points a game on offense, and he realized he needed an elite defense just to hold him at 30. But then he realized he needed enough offense to score 31. That's college football. And Elko will create the defenses to hold LSU to 30, and most a lot of other teams to about zero. That's how it kind of works. That's the truth of modern college football. When you go to the college football playoff, you're facing other teams that are top 10 composite. You're facing, you know, we're now going to have to play three college football games. It's very likely in two of them you're going to face top 10, top 20 offenses. All the rules are in favor of the offense. Your defense can be elite and still give up 28. And then, oh, you know, special teams, defensive side, and break 30. And you're an elite D. That's the nature of the game. Elko's offense at Duke was not 10 or 20 years ago. He was using two and three-star talent. The third thing, when it came to Elko, 
pure and straightforward. Watching Duke football the last two years, I loved, loved the way his teams played. I felt like watching his Duke teams, two years of data, every snap, every player played like their hair was on fire. It's kind of like, I might not be doing it right, but I'm doing it 110%. I'm doing it with everything I have, and you're getting everything I have. That speaks to the coach, the buy-in, the belief. These AM players did not believe in their offensive coordinator, and their offensive coordinator was their head coach for the longest time. Tell me it didn't show on the product on the field. Tell me that. The players play for Elko. You could just see it. It's part of their secret to success. We ain't more talented than you, but we are going to bust your butt every play. We will outwork and hustle you. And I've said before, if you can get four and five stars to deliver that, it gets dangerous quick. That's what I loved about Mike Elko. Those were the top three. There's more, but uh, I'll just say the higher gets the Louis Bellina show stamp of approval we got to take a break we come back there's more i think we'll be talking about the elko hire for the next uh, eight or nine months what do you think then we'll get games his first game is going to be notre dame on august 31st and he's a former dc at notre dame you think that's a big enough test your first game is the hunchback i shall return it's the louis Bellina show and i am inside this is the Louis Bolina Show, presented by BNB Automotive and Superior Auto Service. This coaching search from the start has been painful. You had some of the Aggie fan base that wanted Dion. He finished four and eight. His team started like three and zero. Oh. You know, they were the, all the celebrities were piling on and someone asked on Twitter, I'm not going to name famous, you know, who's better that Joe Burrow national championship LSU or this year's Colorado team. I mean, that's how out of control things spiraled, right? And people were pumping for Dion to come to A&M and not just Stephen A. Smith. People were putting forth art bras. I mean, there's just been a lot of bad, a lot of bad. Involved with the AM coaching search. I will say, for me, all that matters in the end is did you get it right? And here's something we have to be careful about. Did you get it right means at the time. It doesn't mean five years from now, believe it or not. It means at the time, because you can only judge by the data you have available now. You can't judge five years from now, find out that his ceiling was nine wins and he never made the college football playoff. So he was a winning coach, more winning than we had, but not winning enough. Man, think about it. If he goes nine and three for six straight years, nine and three, and then with some of the bowls, they're 10 wins. But nine and three will never go to the college football playoff. It'll never win the SEC. Does that mean he was a bad hire? No, not at all. That's not what AM's hiring for. I mean, it beats the eight and four standard that Ross Bjork set. This was the right hire. To me, this was the obvious hire. I will tell you something that I'm so happy. I hope I don't have to hear for another, I hope it's 10 years, but home run hire, most overused, worthless phrase 
we kind of established there's only two home run hires. Yet people kept using home run hire over and over when there was only uh, Saban and Smart. But yet people kept talking about home runs. Well, he's not a home run hire. That was said about Stoops, and it's being said now about Elko. Well, it's not a home run. There's only two. Why does home run hire apply to any of this when it wasn't on the table? That smear was going to be used against any hire Anna made. Well, he's not a home run hire. And from the start, who cares about home runs anymore? I mean, yeah, if they would have got Saban or Smart, it would have been kind of interesting. But it's not about any of that anymore. It's just not. It's about winning. Again, Urban Meyer from Bowling Green. Did you know you had a home run hire? No. We have seen every single version win, i.e. college football playoffs, national championships. We've seen the highly decorated coordinator. We've seen the Urban Myers out of Bowling Green. It's all happened. So there is no exact formula. There is indicators, marks of what is more likely to succeed than not. That's true. But there's no one size fits all. The biggest problem is that AM has tried every size and none of it's fit. But I'm going to argue I put forth AM's alignment has never been right basically until the past four years, and that's been with one coach. And they got the coach wrong. The entire history of AM, AM's been blasted, and it's been a truth that AM's the most underperforming, underachieving college football program in the history of college football is Texas A&M. And that's true. And the one time I've always asked why, what makes it true? Coach, 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 everyone, every national, every expert, every coach, 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 coach. That's all I've ever heard. Maybe everyone I'm talking to is an idiot. Maybe everyone I'm talking to has just got it wrong. Maybe the answer hasn't been coach, but I've always heard coach, 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 coach. So the one time, and the window's not over. So I say one time, well, this will be the second time. Mike Elko's the second time. That everything is in alignment. Did they get the coach right? We didn't know that Jimbo was done. We didn't know that he was not going to put in the work to modernize. And that he was that stubborn. That's the truth. That was the unknown. That, that's what nobody knew. And you have Elko, who's considered modern. His offense, his NIL, his use of analytics. Okay, I'm on board. Like I said, he was my number one choice. Let's roll. Autobots, roll out. Let's go. And again, I like a little data to support my uh, emotional reactions. He is plus six in his time at Duke. Jimbo was minus nine. Stoops was minus three. Elko's plus six. Yes, please. A couple of quick text messages. Trust me. You know we're going to do a text message suite. We always do. I've said before, I'm here for you. I want to hear, you know, I want to hear what you have to say. It's why I'm here, not just me. Text messages. What record do you think fans and donors would be happy with next year with Elko as their new head coach? 12-0. and 0. I think the fans would be happy at 12 and 0 next year. I don't think there'd be a lot of complaints with 12 and 0. 
I think the majority of the fan base would be happy with 12 and 0. So I'm going to go at 12 and 0. This is something that's going to be an argument the entire offseason, but I'm going to tell you. There's tons of talent on the program, but there's a problem. A lot of these players aren't good. Fans won't admit it. I've talked about this over the past month. The fans have been so busy blaming Jimbo and coaches that the fans just don't want to admit that some of these players aren't good. What do you make of the LSU game now that you no longer have Jimbo to blame? Or do you still just say, well, this is the remnants of Jimbo and the the leftover stench of Jimbo, and therefore it's still Jimbo's fault? I guess that's the easy answer, right? When really, Anum lost LSU because they missed a short field goal and threw a bad pick because he didn't see a defender. Players, players, players. Execution, huh? Holy cow, who knew? That's why AM lost to LSU. AM had all the momentum. AM was dominating, I thought, the game. And then players. Players. You cannot fix the O line in one year, and you really can't fix that secondary in one year. You can improve both. How far do they have to improve equals how many wins you want? The next head coach, the next head coach will win next year. Uh, Next head coach. Like, I don't know. It's Mike Elko now. He's going to win. But a lot of people are saying, you know, we can make the college football playoff next year. Um, It's going to take more than one year, maybe for that dream. Basically, other than Bryce Anderson, I don't know who, and listen carefully to the statement, I don't know who in the secondary should be starting on an on a college football playoff team. Did you, did you hear the statement? Because now, in the new world order, 2024 college football, if you want to be in the top 12, realistically top 20, because the whole top 20 is a college football playoff contender. Who besides Bryce Anderson in the secondary do you think should be on a college football playoff contender starting? I see a lot of guys that'd be great depth. You know, give the guys a rest here and there. Could start for one game due to injury, but actual starters every down? The entire secondary is slow. The LSU wide receivers made it so clear physically how underdeveloped they look. Every LSU wide receiver looked like an NFL player. They they accentuated and emphasized how small the DBs are and not physical. I have said how slow the secondary is. And people, why does everyone want to argue with me? I'm not right every time. I admit that. I know, big admission by me. Big if true, right? But things that are obvious, people still want to fight about. That's a slow secondary. And they've been slow for like years. But people want to argue about that, right? Just look at the LSU game. That LSU secondary exposed everything. Oh, they've been burned actually worse in other games. 
But those LSU wide receivers, you want to see what development, and I mean physical and, and as well as talent goes, that LSU wide receiver program, position coach, whatever the GAs are doing and gurus, that's insane that every wide receiver stepped on the field looked like an NFL player, plays like they're being developed. That's what it looks like. Anyway. The two problems A&M's had for two years, O-line and secondary, will exist next year. They can be better. I think they can be good enough that you can hit nine wins on that schedule. But And if people are good with nine, which in year one, Elko with the problems I perceive, I think that'll be a really good first year. I mean, that means you can go bowl 10. But expecting to contend for anything in year one, it's about one game, one step too far, and I think there's a lot of people that expect to contend next year with Elko in year one. But don't acknowledge or admit the problem with the players that are here. Because it was all Jimbo's fault. When we return up next, I might have to I might have to make a change of plans. We're gonna do a listen in. I want to hear Jalen Henderson more than anything else, but the text messages are rolling in, and the Louis Bellina show is about you, so I don't know. Give me three minutes and 40 seconds to decide. This is the Louis Bellina Show. I'm inside. You know this, right? The Charles Schwab Studio. And it's beautiful. It is the Louis Bellina Show presented by B&B Automotive and Superior Auto Service. Two amazing businesses and that's one yeah fantastic family uh leading the way let us go to the texas mobile and lube express inbox okay we're gonna do the listen in jamal henderson and elijah robinson but everybody has a thought or two on texas a&m mike elko head coach the coaching process and more so let us do a Text message sweep. Keith in San Antonio. The splash hires haven't worked out, so now we can see if a solid hire works out. If it does, nobody will care about how the hiring process unfolded. True, I just don't understand why the Elko hire is being given this solid kind of, and the way solid is being said. What about Elko screams mediocre, mid-grade, solid? I opened up today and stated very explicitly why I think he's a perfect, fantastic, great hire. There's only two that would have fit that splash, and it's Saban and Smart, and I don't think they're on the market. I know. Crazy thoughts from Louis Bellino, 11-2. to But I don't see solid so boring. I don't find Elko to be boring. So this he's solid. That was really nice. He's a precious hire. I don't follow. This guy's a winner. That's what he do. Plus six in his time at Duke. Wanted to come back. So I just maybe I'm more excited than the average. I think there's a lot of Aggies right now that are tired and pissed off and just over all of it. And don't care and just want to see wins. And that's all that matters finally. I respect that. Tony texted, Louie, that's you. 
I could finally sleep. I said I didn't care who our new coach was, but I was wrong. I couldn't sleep. You said that, but you knew you were wrong as soon as you said it. You knew you cared. You tried to say you didn't care. That was you trying to tough guy it, but you didn't mean it. Tony went on to say, I couldn't sleep Saturday night after the Stoops false flag. Mike Elko, we love you already. Let's get ready to rumble. Defensive head coaches will not accept an inferior defense. Top three, top two DC during his time, I think especially. And successful defensive coordinator head coaches recognize offensive talent because they know what they hate to face. They know what they hate to defend. They're evaluating offenses every day, every week, right? So the intelligent, successful ones can hire an offensive staff. Well, hire the OC primarily and then help them or recognize his hires too because they face them. Why well, wanted a DC kind of guy this time, a head coach? It's not just do the opposite of what you had before. That's usually actually not the best eh, reason to. Text messages. Here's anonymous. Elko's not a home run hire, but he's a solid double. Again, this mediocre, tepid water kind of, he's nice. I see more. The runner isn't, okay, from there it just goes off the rails, but I see more. 979-693-1150. He's a solid double. He's a solid hire. I don't know. This might be a good thing. If it will make people have somewhat of a reality-based expectation and projection and then give Elko the chance to impress people, this might be a good thing if everyone's putting him in the solid, nice, precious category. Right? Alex from College Station said, new leaders for both of the teams I care about, Joe Espada and Mike Elko, Ghost Rose and Gigamags. This is I can't read this. It was written in a format that I can't read or understand. J class of 84. A, thank you for the email. B unfreaking credible college football weekend. As far as rushing only two, they really didn't even rush. They were holding ground and waiting for the quarterback to scramble. The Auburn DC should have been trashed, fired, gone immediately. Again, he should have been fired on the sideline. Oh, sorry. I got to, that was, again, the Auburn DC told Durkin, hold my beer. More from the Texas Mobile One Loop Express inbox. Anonymous. Lou, why was Elko not the first offer? What was Bjork thinking with Stoops? I've got about 15 answers. I don't know if we're ever going to know the truth, to be honest with you. Mark Stoops. Hmm. How do I approach this? Mark Stoops being vilified by the Aggie fan base is kind of part of the problem with the Aggie fan base. Mark Stoops took a Kentucky program known for losing and kind of maxed out their potential, which make a bowl every year is kind of their potential. Seven wins, I guess eight. He's done two tens there. 
There's nothing wrong with a Mark Stoops hire, actually. No, he's not. he wasn't on my list. No, I wouldn't vote for him. No, I wouldn't hire him. But base, you figure with the Kentucky resources, and that does mean like recruiting budget and their facilities, their recruiting base. All the things we talk about at A&M that he has none of at Kentucky. <laughs> he did pretty fantastically at Kentucky. So you then take him and project him with AM's resources. He is a defense first coach, and there you go. So the the AM reaction was kind of comical. And hmm, I've said before that I think the problem is the people that are actually in charge. Uh, the people that pay for everything. You have a board of regents that appear divided. I believe that Mark Stoops' name was leaked so that this reaction would happen so that the hire would be stopped. It was leaked to stop Ross Bjork. This is political. These are power players on the level that we have no insight and we're not allowed to know. That's kind of what happened. I don't think Mark Stoops should have been the hire, and he's not. But how the process, the process the process when the decision makers start listening to the inmates everything is being done wrong that's every program everywhere it's not an AM thing okay no power when head football coaches start making decisions off of internet boards when athletic directors are making decisions based upon their donors. When Board of Regents are making decisions based on X and Twitter, it's wrong. It doesn't work. It is bad. And AM is guilty and guilty and guilty and guilty over the years. I'm not saying on Saturday, Sunday, or one day, but over the years. And that's how you hire a Jimbo Fisher with no background search. If the powers that be, the big money people, would have talked to any former player of friends, they never would have hired him. The process. The process is broken. The the process is wrong. Stoops shouldn't have been the guy. But the process of it all and what happened after is so horrible. You never manage by mob. You never let the inmates run the asylum. Should decisions be made? Because 18 to 21-year-olds who can transfer on a whim, who only have two years left in a program, don't like it. Is, Is that the best target experts? Should decisions be made because a guy has 5,000 posts, therefore he's an expert? Ask yourself these things impartially if you can. I know, harsh, but I've never been the most popular person and I just realized I'm not shut up and go along. In the end, you ended up with the right person, but maybe for the 500th time, it shows A&M's hand how they just don't do things right. And 
that might be why A&M is the most underachieving college football program in history. I talk about alignment. I also started over the past two months talking about the process. And you take a look at this weekend, maybe you get to see what I'm talking about. I know a lot of people are going to be like, we rallied up. We led the way. We got the right thing done. We're heroes. You're an idiot, Lou. No, this is not how it's supposed to go. That's never, ever whatsoever how this is supposed to go. 979-693-1150. You can tax, light up the Texas Mobile One Loop Express inbox. More, a lot more, like for the next eight, nine months of your text messages. Anonymous. How is Elko not a home run hire when he was the first and immediate answer to every opening or hot seat talk since September? Because he doesn't have 10 national championship rings. Because his Duke team fell off once the injuries overwhelmed what little talent he did. That's all. And maybe it's best he's not considered a home run hire. So there might be some reality-based expectation, reality-based conversation. As opposed he's hired... He should go 11 and 1, 11 and 1, yeah, at least 11 and 1. And if enough people start saying 11 and 1, magically, he's supposed to be 11 and 1 in year one. Despite inherited a very broken team. So maybe it's a good thing. William, I wanted Elko or Whittingham, but either way, I wanted a no nonsense team coach, not a look at me guy who will build a nasty team that can line up and bloody some noses across the line on third and one, line up in the I formation, pick up one bleeping yard. I think he brings that. Well, Petrino, since he's been freed, has proven you can get one yard. Patrick in College Station. Oh, we've just talked about that. He asked why was Elko not the first choice and so forth. We talked about it. More text messages. Peruna, want success with Elko next year? Just beat anything with a Mississippi in it? That might be the most simplest, to the point, direct, absolute answer of anything we've had. What will be success? I think nine wins. Won't contend for anything with it. But with the problems I consider still with the team and the players. You give me nine and three and you beat everything named Mississippi. Tell me that won't feel fresh and exciting. And then bowl would be the 10th win. Whoo. I think, and I think that's a realistic base definition of success. I'll be back. Hour one's almost done. This is the Louis Bellina show. And I'm in the Charles Schwab studio, low cost, full service. Talking about local a lot today, right? Well, we have a local Schwab agent. It's more of a dude. You can have breakfast with him. You can shake his hand. You can look him in the eye. Mark Sim, right here in College Station, our local Schwab representative. Look him up online. Go to schwab.com slash. The Louis Bellina Show. Hour one kind of done, but like I said, I think we're just starting a conversation that's going to last for eight or nine months, probably till August 31st. That's the Notre Dame game, A&M opening next season. Mike Elko, head coach. A reminder, 3 o'clock, listen in here on The Zone, RadioAgland.com. You can tell Alexa play Zone 1150 to his welcome introduction. Then at 4 o'clock, 
listen in to the zone and radioagulan.com. And you can tell Alexa plays zone 1150 to his media Q&A. Three o'clock and four o'clock. Mike Elko live here on the zone. Text messages rolling in. Let's see. Brandon and College Station. People got a little spoiled with sexy hires. Elko is genuinely a solid hire. And I have a lot more confidence now than I was expecting to have before the Elko hire is made efficient. Official. Anonymous. Let's see. Nationwide. Serious, legitimate search question mark. Elko would have never been considered if he wasn't a DC here. Um... When you consider the interviews that went on, I'm pretty sure it was nationwide and serious. Legitimate. I don't know if any search has ever been legitimate. Every single search, I believe they know who they want and all the rest are just in case. So I've always thought that all searches are illegitimate. I I don't think that an AD goes out there and goes, well, let's just start talking to people and see what happens. I've never believed that. I believe that every AD. Now, sometimes the AD is told by the people that pay, this is who you're going to hire. And then the search is a dog and pony show anyway. So, yeah. So I, I just see things kind of wildly different with your statement there. That's all. Nine seven nine six nine three. 11.50. I got so much more to say. And look, we got two more hours. But in three minutes and 40 seconds, Mitch lied to the athletic college football national level. And we can get a national perspective on A&M and Stoops and Elko and more. 979-693-1150. Light it up. But you know what we have next? This is kind of exciting. High school football update. Thanks to Kelly Burton Dozer, the playoff edition. I will be right back. Why was this Elko hire? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.